0: Hey, uh, it's Annamdi. I don't know if you remember me. I just wanted to check in, uh, see how you're doing. I know it's been a long time since we talked, but yeah, the world's pretty crazy right now. So I just wanted to make sure um, you're doing well, family's doing well, you know, you're drinking your water, doing your yoga, etc. cetera. Uh, give me a call back. Let me know when you're free.
1: Well, all right. Star child, citizens of the universe, recording
2: angels, we have returned to claim the pyramid.
1: Pawning on the mothership, I am the mothership connection. Get down in 3D, light year groove. Well, all right.
2: My mom was really the major influence for that. At a very e- early age, she was trying to sell like stuff from, <laughs> from like these, I guess, merchants, like those online merchants, and she would just like post like random stuff on the internet and try to sell it. And that kind of got me into the comfort zone where it was like, yeah, maybe I should start setting up different projects and do a bunch of different things and just experience things you know it's not so much about making money but it's fun sometimes that's what it is
0: so you said that your mom sort of influenced to open up that entrepreneurial
2: spirit yep my mom opened up the spirit she was i, I want to say she wasn't even a catalyst she was just a straight up fire because she made out of succeeded at a lot of those businesses i mean no shade i love my mom i love you mom but you know you always got to throw that in there because i don't want to it's not her, but it just didn't work out they just were things she never really pursued all the way but yeah it was it was fun it was it was something she she did she enjoyed it for a while i'd watch her like buy these japanese um dvds like like Kung Fu DVDs or like martial arts DVDs and try to sell them on the internet. I don't know why she was trying to sell those. <laughs> I, I still don't know to this day. She still got some of them too.
0: <laughs> hey, shout outs to Wu Tang.
2: Yo, word. Shout outs to Wu Tang. But yeah, man. And after that, it just kind of kept going from there. The first thing I remember selling was like pixie sticks in junior high school. Funny enough, literally. You know, like those, like literally, you know what pixie sticks are, right? Like those, those little paper sticks with the sugar inside of them. Yo, I can't imagine how that worked out so well, bro. But I literally would go up to the key food up the block. I would buy those. I'd buy like 20 for $2 and I'd sell like five of them for $2 in junior high. Ooh. And it worked out well until I decided to take on a business partner for no reason if other than that, he was my friend and he started to cut the prices down. And I was like, well, that was nice while it lasted.
0: He was too friendly with it. He was giving discounts before.
2: Yeah, bro. He was, he was like, Oh, this is too expensive. I'm like, how they're buying it, <laughs> you know? If you're buying it, how is it expensive? I don't get it. But it it is what it is, man. And that was, that was, and you know, I really only used to use that money to buy like Yu Gi Oh cards at that point in time, too. So who cares? (laughs) 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 But I still laugh at that to this day, man. That was a good time.
3: Damn, that's dope. I feel like this is a good place to, to, prompt some intros because you're already talking about the entrepreneurial spirit we already shouted out your mom you know what i'm saying so it's only right that we actually put a name to the voice you know what i'm saying so welcome back to our audio space our shared audio space our shared podcast whatever you want to call us you free it's your boy zim aka Azim, aka lucid Mm -hmm. just those three we got eric on the line as always and who are we talking to
2: today you got jonathan a.k.a. John, a.k.a. Johnny Boy, a.k.a. Johnny Tsunami, a.k.a. Alpha Wolf, a.k.a. Matt Alpha Wolf as well. I got like another four of them, but I'm going to stop right there.
0: <laughs> I like the alpha theme too. That's good.
2: That was actually something I got from you in a way, I suppose. In what sense? It was, Um, I believe, I don't remember the exact word I'm looking for here, but it's like positive reinforcement when you speak positively of yourself, it increases your confidence or something like that. So. Mm-hmm. I remember we used to play video games and, yo, we just have so many stories, but I, we used to play video games. We used to come over to my house like every single day, literally. It was the craziest thing, yo.
0: Oh, yeah. Jonathan, like, yeah, for the record, Jonathan is like legit one of my oldest friends, if not the oldest friend that I have. Yeah,
3: I was about to ask how long y'all have known each other.
2: Um, What grade was that? It would have been like third or second grade or something, right? Maybe, maybe, be-
0: I think third or, third or fourth, third or fourth. It's been a while, though. That's... That's legit, almost twenty years, and I don't think that. Yeah, I mean, besides my family, I don't. I don't think there's been one person I've consistently kept in touch with for that long. Damn, that's
3: beautiful, legit, man. bro. That's dope. Y'all, y'all have seen each other at so many different stages of the evolution.
2: Yeah, man. That's I I gotta say, I am so proud of this guy, man. Like he can consi- see, he consistently just keeps improving and doing better for himself. And like, God bless, bro. Just bless up, like, good job. Just keep I mean, I got him, good
0: man. people like you in my corner, so anything that I'm doing is a reflection of, of the village that, that we're all trying to foster. You feel me? So that's all you.
2: Yeah, that's humbling, man. I appreciate that. I feel like we kind of bounce energy off of each other and kind of keep each other in the right direction. I feel like that's the way that it needs to go. You need to have that consistent dynamic where you just have somebody who's always going to be there. So like every time you feel like you're about to slide off the track, you just know you got that one friend right there just looking at you sideways like, are you about to do this? You're not about to do this. <laughs> and I feel like, when you feel that energy you always kind of like straighten up and just keep going along your way the right way you know that's how i think about it
3: that's real wait so hold on you were, you were explaining the uh the alpha backstory so what's good with that
2: so the alpha thing is funny right so we used to play halo at my house like i said everybody like all my friends used to be there like there would be eight people in my house at a time and this wasn't even like my house my house was my grandma's house rest in peace grandma you're the best too yo this was this was her house and like I used to be over there having to make like beef patties and ramen noodles. It was like a chill spot after school. And I remember one day Eric came back from like boarding school and we played Halo. And this guy, this guy was the nicest Halo player I had ever seen, bro. And like Only because
0: <laughs> in high school there was nothing else to do besides the video games. There was nothing legit to do in Concord, New Hampshire. Besides he's for right. video
3: games, he's right. You gotta throw that one on the resume too, you know.
0: Yo, right? yo,
2: expert Halo player, bro. KD, KD's twenty-two-one. Right. But yeah, man, and that was it. That was really the entire experience. So he used to start saying things like, "I'm great," and I'm, and like, in a way. It was just kind of like, you know, in a joking way. But I really started to think about it after a while. Like, hey, when I won, I used to say it too. And I realized that there's a feeling behind speaking positively about yourself and just putting that positive energy behind you. And yet it sounds conceited when somebody doesn't really know you or doesn't know where you come from, you know, or doesn't see where your head's usually at. Like I was not always the happiest kid in the world. So when I started, when I started saying I'm great, I realized like, wow, this is nice. So I remember a few weeks after realizing that and after starting to feel that energy and this is this this is kind of like a small thing but it was a big thing for me i had this old gamer tag it was called arrows 118 yo arrows a-r-r-o-z is rice in spanish and i swear every time i turned on my xbox whenever i played xbox people used to just straight up call me rice and start speaking spanish to me and that shit was crazy they used to just call me rice like yo I rice was good <laughs> I didn't remember arrows. But
0: I think you actually meant like a bow and
2: arrow. Yeah, <laughs> that, that is why I met. they took it as rice. Yeah, they took it as rice. They took it as rice. It was funny. It was funny to me, man. That, that was the funniest thing. But yeah, from there, it was like, okay, what am I going to change this to? I had my, my dance hall name, which was like Johnny the Star, uh, Shots High Life. But that was cool. That was That lasted me like a day. And I was like, you know what? This seems stupid. So then I changed it to... Mad alpha wolf, and the reason why I did that was for several reasons. One, mad, as in existing in a world where you are the only person who understands you, right? So you, 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 in that sense, are only going to be conscious of yourself and the things around you in a way that nobody else can actually understand you or understand them. The world is yours, like everybody, as we know, exists in like the world that we cooperate together. But everybody's world is still their own. Right. Because we all interpret things differently. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's where the mad came from. The alpha came from just speaking positivity into yourself. Right. So you're speaking positivity into your life. You're calling yourself alpha. You're saying that you are ahead of you are ahead of the pack and alpha wolf. Of course, you know, the wolf that leads to pack. Right. And at that point in my life, I also kind of felt a bit lonely. You know, didn't really have a girlfriend. Didn't have a girlfriend for a long time, actually. That's a whole other story, though. But I was, like, single as a Pringle until I was, like, 19. (laughs) So, <laughs> pringles, I like that
0: because they do come in stack you know what i'm saying <laughs>
2: yep, they do come in stacks so when you find <laughs> pringle... out just, <laughs> just imagine buying a bag of pringles and getting like a not a bag a cylinder a can of pringles and getting one pringle how you feeling right i'd be sick that's a fact i'd be super sick <laughs> i take that back to the pringle factory and be like yo y'all gotta fix this
3: <laughs> Y'all, i gotta say man mad alpha wolf like that's a lot of thought that's that was deep as hell for a uh high school, like, online, you know, nickname, you know what I'm saying? You put the thought behind that.
2: That's dope. Yeah, man. I know. It was crazy that I really thought about it that deeply. I don't even know how I... You know what it was? Like, I don't even know. I read books a lot. I guess I watched a lot of anime. You know, there's a lot of deep stuff in anime and deep motifs in, like, Japanese animation and just television in general when you Watched when you happen to catch the right stuff. So I guess it kind of made me start thinking a little bit more in depth at a very early age. And of course, that can go the wrong way where people just watch it and they just completely nerd out and they're just gone. But I got, I kind of got lucky in the fact that I, I looked at it more for like philosophical inspiration than anything.
3: Mm-hmm. Have those philosophies like stayed consistent since the since when you made the name? Like do you still view your experience as that of Mad Alpha Wolf, if that makes sense?
2: Always, bro. At this point, Alpha Wolf has followed me everywhere. My gamer tag is still Mad Alpha Wolf. If you want to find me on Xbox, I promise you I'll beat you in almost any game. What's up? Um, <laughs> that's a fact. That's not a that's not a lie either. That's a fact. Trust me. Um it's true. It is because <laughs> I spend a lot of time on these games when I'm ready. But um, and it's even followed me to my podcast, right? It's just something that I always think about. Like when I want to name something something, like when I name like a new account where I want to name like a new business Alpha Wolf always kind of takes the forefront of my of my mind because it kind of started like the whole process of me building my self confidence as a person
3: yeah hey, i mean that's real that's like the act like the act of giving yourself-'cause like i mean you know I said earlier a k lucid that's strictly because I gave myself the name lucid dreams like way back in like middle school or high school just like when I first started making music and then that just sort of became like the thing but like there's like there is an active empowerment when you're like giving yourself a name like you're almost like Mm -hmm. all right like this is the the it's the first time where you actually get to like almost have a say in like how other people identify you or like what your identity is as opposed to you know growing up it's like people are calling you a name that your parents named you and whatnot like it's just a little
0: bit or giving you random nicknames like even mistaking it for for arrows which is rice like it it definitely does put some power back in (laughs) your bro that
2: used to get me so tight bro (laughs) I
0: do like what you said about the idea of speaking positively about yourself or speaking out into the universe in a way like you're actually hearing it and, e- and echoing that positivity. Like I, I really do feel like the power of the word is something that a lot of people underestimate. It's like, even when I find myself thinking negatively, as in, we were talking about this other day. It was like, I read a tweet that said, whenever you find yourself in those negative thought patterns, stop at that moment and say, Hey, did the universe tell me this? Hey, did God tell me this? You know, because if you know that's not coming from a higher power or something that's just bigger than your ego, it's like, all right, I should definitely start trimming out this um, negative speak, if that makes sense.
2: Definitely. Yep. That's that's exactly what it comes down to. So, like, for me, like, I guess that comes into, like, the conversation of how you kind of manage that mental stress as well. Like, I trust me, I am pretty active in just doing a whole bunch of stuff. Eric was literally with me yesterday when I was trying to find a bank to make a deposit at. Like I walked around at like what was it like one o'clock in the morning trying to find a bank to make a deposit. <laughs> That's true. So yeah, I
0: got you. It's security. <laughs>
2: yep. Thank you, bro. So yeah, it's it's just like when you go through that mental stress, you always got to kind of have that strong self image that pulls you out of it. So like I have some real down downs. Like my grandma just passed away, man. And I I promise you, I was down. Like I was stressed. But the thing is, I always use it. I always kind of imagine it like. Someone once said, you know, like that a sun is like a permanent fixture in time and space, not because it is technically a permanent fixture sun's burnout, of course, but the fact that they exist for so long that they exist beyond the perceivable spirit, the, the perceivable period of time that any human being can possibly imagine kind of creates that, that, that idea that it would be so, so I imagine my energy, myself, my spirit as being like a sun in the sense that Although, yeah, sometimes I'll have a bad day. Sometimes it'll be a little bit colder than usual. You know, you still, you still, you still kicking, right? You still got legs and two eyes and yeah, hands. Still human, yeah. Like, exactly. You're still living. So just keep doing that. Keep, keep that same energy. That's how I look at it.
3: Mm, that's powerful, man. Well, how did you like, I mean, that's not an easy way to start to like a mentality to come through, especially since again, like it sounds like you came to that. I mean, at least earlier in life than I was able to come to some of those sorts of thoughts and like ways of framing myself in the world. So how, do, how did you sort of come to adopt that as a, as a motto or like a philosophy or, or mantra or whatever insert synonym here for how you're like moving
2: through the world? I guess I would call it more like a theme. I guess at this point where it's like, you know, like how when you look at like a, when you, when you want to change the background, you don't like that background to something. You just click option and change the whole layout of like a screen or something. So I call it a theme, like make your life positive. Like your life is positively themed, whether negative stuff happens, that's more of just kind of like normal stuff. But the theme of your life is that you're still positive. And how I got to that was when I was younger, I was a heavy kid, man. I remember one day I saw my first stretch mark and I was like, oh, man, what is that thing? Right. Went to the doctor. Doctor said, yeah, you're a heavy kid. <laughs> like, of course. Right. Yeah. And he was like, if this continues, you might have to get um, breast surgery. And I will never forget that. My reaction to that was like, OK. And I think about that now, like, is that is that is that OK? <laughs> like, could it cut mm-hmm. me open because I'm overweight, which most likely is because I ate a lot and I was just living a very unhealthy lifestyle, you know, no shade to my dad. Love the guy, but when I was a kid back then, I used to eat McDonald's like every single day, and I'm pretty sure Eric could vouch for that. Like, I literally ate McDonald's almost every day.
0: Oh yeah, there was there was a, yeah, there was a big hype with McDonald's, and I mean they're and they're still just as relevant today with all their
2: yo they will never die with <laughs>
0: <laughs> these people out here.
2: But yeah, I took it from there. Like, I was like, okay, I gotta lose weight. I want to lose weight. I want to get in shape. I want to be healthier. I want to get a girlfriend. I want to do all these things, and I started out at like. 10 or 11, realizing that I was insecure and realizing how small I actually felt. And I started kind of trying to figure out ways to fix myself or better myself at an early age. It was like I was literally online looking at how to lose weight, ways to lose weight, how to exercise. I remember in junior high school, dude, I would bust out like 500 pull-ups. No, not pull-ups, 500 push-ups a night, 500 sit-ups a night. If you can't imagine what that looks like, bro, let me put it this way. I would leave school. Go home, hang out until around like nine o'clock. Do like pushups, ten pushups every single every single time. And when I finish, Mash would be on. You know what time Mash comes on the television? Mash is like three or four o'clock in the morning. Oh wow! I see. I didn't even I didn't even know this. Damn. I know, bro. I know you wow. did it. <laughs>
0: wow! This is the first time I'm hearing about this. Do you think yeah. a lot of also to your your discipline came due to the fact of you did used to take martial arts back in the days and also. The stories are the lessons that have been learned from anime and manga, like that, that sense to never give up continuously, like fighting to pursue your dreams and having that sense of discipline where you don't go back on your word.
2: A hundred percent. Just like you said, it was one, the upbringing, of course, you know, my grandmother was always a very strong female role model. My mom as well as a single mother who had to raise me and tolerate me as a kid, you know, putting her through a whole bunch of nonsense. And who had the entrepreneurial spirit too exactly the person she was like the little engine that could she just never gave up no matter how many times things went wrong no matter how many times a business partner disrespected or played her she just never gave up and i will always remember that experience and her sacrifices in raising me so i take all that into consideration so for me it's like one i gotta bring my family up to a higher place which is kind of like my motivation now is like gotta elevate everybody family friends all that we all gotta we all gotta do do good together right but at that point, it was just kind of like, how am I going to do that if I can't fix myself first, right? The earliest first part of the vision, right? So the manga, you know, Naruto, <laughs> the guy who nobody liked and then turned into like the basically like the leader of a whole village on his own. Then there was Gurren Lagon, which was a very funny story actually about a guy who was basically born inside of the earth and impressed by like some beast people and come to find out at the end of the whole story that the beast people were actually created by the humans to oppress the humans because if they reached a certain population a giant monster would come out of space and destroy the entire universe damn so there's a whole story there about them kind of building up that that momentum to eventually take those people to take those giant that giant monster on and defeat them and it it was actually a pretty inspirational story just watching it a bunch of people died on on the way and one thing i realized from all these things is there's a lot of sacrifice you know i think about my mom, had she not raised me, or had I not been born, she would have been an actor or something, right? Thank you for raising me, but that's just how it would have been, right? That's just where she was at that time in her life when she got pregnant with me. You know, she was hanging out with, like, the LL Cool Jays and stuff, and you didn't know that either, Eric, but yeah, she was, uh, she was pretty popular. She was hanging out with, like, professional boxers and stuff. She would have been somewhere else completely, mm-hmm. and that comes down to, like, sacrifice. When you want something, there's always going to be a drawback to it. There's always going to be some type of sacrifice whether it be hey i gotta lose weight yo but i like mcdonald's bro but i gotta lose weight all right so no more no more big macs just the fries nah 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 nah. you gotta eat that salad bro and that's kind of where it started to progress and just elevate from there and just go to the next level (laughs) so just making those small decisions over time and just kind of eventually realizing that yes you can take the hard way out like the hard stop like okay no more mcdonald's period stop and just you'll lose weight faster. You'll become where you want to. You'll go when you want to go faster. But at the end of the day, there's still a lot less satisfaction. You can take the slow way, which is much more gradual, and you ultimately will end up being happier for it. Or you can just mm-hmm. stay where you are and just be in the same place. And it always comes back to food for me because that was my first real like struggle was being overweight. I believe back then I was 230 pounds. I when I lost weight, I lost like 50 pounds, so I was 180. And dude. I can tell you this for a fact. When you're working on something, when you're grinding, you will not realize the results of it until the end of the journey. Because at the end of that journey, I remember waking up one day. This is, this is literally how I remember it. I remember waking up one day, looking at the scale. Oh, I'm 180. I don't feel any different. Let me keep losing weight, right? Having to go out, put it, pulling out some jeans out of the closet, putting them on, trying to put the belt on and realizing that I didn't have, that, that I didn't have enough holes on the belt. The belt was too big for me.
0: That's be- I, I like what you said about the, the journey, too. Uh, you don't realize you don't realize you're at the destination until the journey is over, until you've really reflected on it. Yeah. yeah
3: like if you take it a day at a time, step at a time, you'll just end up super far from where you started off but like you're not spending you're spending that time looking forward and moving forward you're not looking back so there's no reason to think of how far you came because you think about that next step and think about the next day yep and that and that's a dope uh, um, alignment that you talked about like as far as some of the content that you grew up you know watching and like the anime and stuff like Mm -hmm. that and like applying lessons from that into day-to-day life because i think you know that really goes to show the impact that tv shows anime or like any pieces of content really like Mm-hmm. Um, especially when you're in a younger age, like you can really start to sharpen some of your ideals and also like under start to understand these like bigger life lessons, you know, sacrifice being a great one, simply not only from your own lived experiences, but also from, you know, these, the lived experiences of other people as then translated through their creativity and imagination to present like a whole new world, you know, but like the same values that you're developing are instilled in the, in those the pieces of content. So you still uh, are able to take the lessons out of it. And then the other thing I was thinking while you were talking, shit, if you could have seen me, I was like, you're just like nodding. And I was like, Oh, nobody could see me <laughs> nodding. <laughs> you were dropping, dropping the facts throughout. But um, and I gems. think the other thing that, that I was, that I was thinking while you were talking about that is like, a lot of it really does end up coming down to self-control. And then self-control really comes down to like how, honest you are in like having a conversation with yourself you know what i'm saying like where for instance the mcdonald's example right like there's a lot of people out there who quote unquote know that they need to stop eating mcdonald's for instance to really lose weight but then that little voice in the back of their head goes yeah but like i could just get like you know a quick little like you know get, number the, fries, two meal really get the fries real quick you know just tomorrow yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Or like i'm gonna just start it tomorrow you know like it's like people like lie and i and i obviously i speak from experience too like this has mm-hmm. definitely been you know i've definitely procrastinated or like moved in similar ways. But it's like the thing about those situations is that the lies that you tell yourself usually aren't even good lies. You know what I'm saying? Like you know that nah. you're not
0: <laughs> Yeah, we just want to we just want something to grab onto. You feel me? But all right, this this is what I'm telling myself. Yo yep. right, let me just go with the flow right here. It's even like now when I decide I've been going back to the gym recently since it's open and um there's times in which I'm sitting there I'm like I really do not want to work out. And then I start creating those excuses. And as soon as I told myself, like, hey, I really don't want to work out, I legit force myself to get up out the door and go to the gym. When I'm sitting in front stretching, I dislike the fact that I'm in there, but give it an hour or hour and a half, I'm the happiest that I've ever been that day. You know what I mean? Because I push through that inner sense of denial and rejection for no reason.
3: One of my favorite feelings is when I'm like lying in bed and being lazy and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna take like, you know, just a quick half hour nap and I set my alarm and I'm about to go to sleep and I'm like, nah, I can't do this. Like I got shit to do and I just like hop out of bed and like hop out yeah.
2: (laughs) Yep. Hop out like a superior, right? Yeah. yeah. The sheets just fly off the bed and you just standing up like let's get it.
3: (laughs) Exactly. Suddenly the sheets tie themselves around your neck, you got a cape.
0: (laughs) Cape, right? (laughs) You gotta save yourself. Hey, if you can't if you can't save yourself, who
2: can? That's exactly what it comes down to, man. And honestly, yo, Eric has been crushing at the gym lately. I just want to give him a moment of appreciation because my mom is so funny. She's like, <laughs> she keeps seeing I him did at the bump gym.
0: They were just funny.
2: She will literally be like, oh, I saw your friend at the gym by himself. And I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> That's that's for for some of that fire under you now. (laughs) It's like, yeah, I should probably start working out again.
0: (laughs) And the the beautiful thing about that, I think what it really comes down to, it's still more of this learning and stuff that we've done at young age. And and uh, it's definitely the same for you too, growing up in these institutions where we're learning how to collaborate and communicate with each other, but also uplift everyone else around us. Because we need, I feel like in order for us to really thrive in society, we all need to be competitive, not only with the individuals around us and not, and not in a bad way, but also like the competitiveness that we have with ourselves. You feel me? Yep. Shit. And I'm just happy to anime and manga is finally getting a chance to shine too. Yeah. It's it's taken some time where we years, used to get bro. some sideways looks man for watching and, and reading and buying yep. these books. And now I'm glad that people realize that it's not just, Your typical form of cartoon you know it's like it's it's very different than the american comics like i i I don't even consider it a comic book at that you know
2: they're all different universes american comics are usually like marvel or dc there's like every single japanese anime slash manga is always its own universe like some of them may have like crossovers but that's super rare and yeah they all tell different stories sometimes they all tell the same story but end of the day the way they go about doing that is always different and that's like and the journey is different you know so i'm the type of person who you can literally tell me like yo this is a character that dies in the next episode and i won't care you know why because i'm still watching it you know why i'm watching it for the journey just like with life you always have to learn to love the journey so like it's not about you knowing the person died but how did it get to the point where they died mm. that's what it comes down to so yeah that's the beauty of art you can know how the you're gonna how the song's gonna end you could know that Kendrick Lamar is going to drop a fire verse on "Control," and then be like, "Okay, he dropped the fire verse, but you're still going to listen to it, right?" It's about getting there, not just about knowing that it happened. Sometimes,
3: well, that kind of brings us full circle, too, because when you were talking earlier, uh, and some of this might have been before we started recording. But when you were talking about, you know, the different like hobbies and passions, and podcasting being a more recent one, but you kind of talked about that aspect of it where it's like it's not even necessarily about like you know doing these things to like make money or anything, but just doing it because it's like fun to do it you know and i think that's what gets lost a lot of the times especially in like today's world there's often a push to like monetize the things that you're passionate about you know turn the hobby into a side hustle and and you know there's nothing wrong with that especially like if you can you know are, are able to find ways to stay true to the love that you have for it and also profit from it like there's nothing wrong with that at all but at the same time like i think that love for what you're doing and the love for the journey and the process of creating that has to come first or like has to always be at the forefront front otherwise you know you're just you're faking the funk you're going through the motions but you're not really doing it you know for the betterment of your life or, or even for the necessarily of the people who are going to engage with whatever it is that you're doing you know
2: no doubt that is exactly how i feel yeah like for me every single time i've opened up a business every single time i've signed a contract for the llc as crazy as it sounds it's like art you know people separate business and art but for me it's the same thing it's like life life itself is an art form right living in different shapes living in different ways everybody's living in their own truest self all the time so me going and doing something that i am good at or decent at or whatever the case may be or something that i enjoy is me enjoying my own artwork creating my own masterpiece just like you're creating your own masterpiece and eric's creating his own masterpiece everybody has a masterpiece to create and that's how i always look at it so yeah sometimes things fall off you know i used to be a real estate agent last podcast talked about it but realistically it no longer became fun after a while, so I just kind of stopped doing that because it was something that I didn't feel identified with me anymore. And that happens; it just does naturally as you get older. You outgrow certain things.
3: That's real. That's I so mean, it, it can be challenging sometimes too when you are, when you do have a lot of different passions to like, you know, know when it's know when the time for that particular medium or that particular avenue has run its course. And I've definitely fallen victim to that on my end. A few times. Now see now I want to be careful on how I'm wording things but after this conversation. So I don't even want to <laughs> fall in victim, but you know, I've like uh, <laughs> yep,
0: that's right. Yeah, I'm
3: not I'm not a victim, but uh but I've like misstepped a few times, you know, mentally maybe where I've You know, because of the fact that I used to really enjoy doing uh, doing something, or like that used to be the move, I continue to kind of all right. Let me do that again. Like, like for instance, for a really long time, I was thinking about this book that I was planning on writing, and the idea behind it was essentially based on the fact that I used to really, really love writing these like super long form pieces, but now. I don't know. And, and that's not to say that I won't ultimately end up writing a book or something along those lines, but I had mm-hmm. to be like, man, this is only on my to-do list because I thought of this idea back then and it was a dope idea and I was really excited about it. But am I still really excited about it? And if I'm not really excited about it, then what's something that I am excited about mm-hmm. that I can devote my time and energy to instead, you know?
2: Yeah. Like, does this color still fit that masterpiece, right? Yep. Exactly. That's a good way of looking at it. That's a hundred percent correct, you know? And that's kind of what I do. Like, the things that I try to make my business businesses around or try to form a business around or try to form something around are things that, like, I've thought about since I was, like, five, you know? Like, when I was younger, I wanted to fly around in, like, a flying car or a super, or a giant robot. I mean, I'm obviously not creating a business for any one of those things. Now, but well, who knows what's going to happen in the future? You know, there are things that always kind of fall to the back of your list because it's, like, that's unattainable. That doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. This defies all logic. But when you have people like Elon Musk out there, it really makes you realize, like, hey— it is what it is and things don't always make sense, but they can still be done. Right. It's just about you being, whether you will be the person to do it or not. That's what it comes down to. Are you going to go that extra mile to get to that location you want to go to? And Mm -hmm. if you don't know if the passion is there, I would say for you, for you, Zim, you may just want to try, like, you know, that's what I would do. I, if I feel like there's something that I want to do as a kid, I would try it just to see if I feel the same about it. If I don't feel the same about it, then okay, maybe I'll put it down. But then again, if I feel differently about it and still enjoy it in some way or get some type of enjoyment out of it, then yeah, why not go for it? Because it always kind of brings you back, you know? You remember the simpler times, it's reminiscent of something that you used to enjoy or something you used to ponder about or days where you used to be a different person, maybe a happier person. It kind of gives you that escape as well. It's more of a creative passion project, and that's always good for a person to feel like you have power in your life, or to feel empowered by the fact that you can just go back and be like, yo, I want to do this as a kid, but guess what? I'm 20-something years old, and I'm about to do this right now. Screw that. Let me go do that.
1: Just as long as I wake up healthy, I got another chance. As long as I still grow rapid, it's just another dance. Running a marathon lap. Just want to take my fans, trying to avoid all devils. They want to shake my hand. Shake my hand. Shake my hand. They wanna shake my hand, trying to avoid all devils, they wanna shake my hand They wanna shake my hand, trying to avoid all devils, they wanna shake my hand They say too much of anything ain't good, they hate what they can't understand, I'm misunderstood Can't impress everybody for sure, they setting brothers up, why they stupid so low It's like the system don't want you to grow they got a plan in place, hand in face Don't want you to know the truth, but say that's not the case I just say it's up to you to find your space Respect is earned, you get what you give out Beliefs be firm, my hustle never hands out I teach what's learned, and the righteous stand out To each his own, then I just watch it pan out Just as long as I wake up healthy, I got another chance As long as I still grow ravaged, it's just another dance Running a marathon lap, just wanna thank my fans Trying to avoid all devils, they wanna shake my hand they want to shake my hand, trying to avoid all devils. They want to shake my hand. They want to shake my hand, trying to avoid all devils. They want to shake my hand. i would rather to live for something, to die for nothing. Can relate to yourself a new vibes is coming. I can see the clues. It's for the win. don't want to lose. I just let them snooze. Give it time and I'm a Boom. Give it peak performance, no it back to when thoughts was dormant Used to take walks and dream enormous In high hopes that one day everything in life was gorgeous And that's beyond money and the Porsches And if you heard different, gotta check your sources And think before you speak it's best to hold your horses Many valleys in peace, been grinding for weeks So I could be at peace, just wanna get some sleep But if you don't work, then you don't eat Once you find you a formula, just rinse and repeat and I don't plan on missing the beat. The opposition get a kick off seeing you. Just as long as I wake up healthy, I got another chance. As long as I still grow rabid, it's just another dance. Running the marathon lap. Just wanna thank my fans. Trying to avoid all devils. They wanna shake my hand. They wanna shake my hand. Trying to avoid all devils. They wanna shake my hand. They wanna shake my hand. Trying to avoid all devils. They wanna shake my hand. as long as I wake up healthy, I got another chance. As long as I still grow rabid, it's just another dance. Running the marathon lap. Just wanna take my fans. Trying to avoid all devils. They wanna shake my hand. They wanna shake my hand. Shake my hand trying to.